What's going on, everybody? My name is Hasia Muhammad, and you're listening to The Actor's Instrument. This week, I'm back with another episode in our monthly motivation segment, and we're going to dive into the value of resiliency. You see, I believe, and I'm sure many, many other actors wiser than me believe, that one of the most important qualities an actor can possess is the ability to bounce back. And I don't mean to conflate this with the old school mindset of just be tough, the show must go on, stick it out until the end. It's actually not about that at all. It's really about you and it's really about your mental health and it's about your ability to have a sustainable career. When I talk to older actors who have had what I would consider successful careers, be they series regulars on TV, Broadway performers, or even actors who maybe don't have the, you know, the glitz and the glam that we all dream of, but have truly had careers that anyone would be proud to have. They work consistently. They've worked over time. They've proven themselves again and again. The common denominator, the common piece of wisdom that they tend to share with me is that your ability to weather the storm will be the difference between having a successful career or not. Careers that are sustainable, careers with longevity, careers that don't happen in a vacuum. Oh, they're hot one day and not the next. Again, the ability to weather the storm. Those are the actors that we see stick around. And there's a few reasons for this, right? I mean, one of them is that just quite literally over time, more people in this industry quit, right? So if you stick around your rate of success automatically goes up. Like that's just a numbers thing, right? And and speaking of numbers, at some point, this business is just a numbers game. So the more auditions you go on, statistically, the more jobs you will book. So statistically, the more years you're around, the more jobs you will book. And imagine your competition, you know, when you're in your 20s and everybody graduates school and everyone thinks that they're going to kill it in this business and they all rush to New York and LA and flood the markets, Think about how competitive that landscape is, but then also consider that statistically most actors quit or those who do quit do so within about five years of entering the industry. So if you stick around for six, statistically you have less competition. Now imagine sticking around for 10 years, 15, 20, and this is not at all to say that it's going to be easy, right? Actually, it's going to be quite difficult. And that's what I want to wrap about today. Today, I want to share some of my strategies for dealing with rejection. We all know that it's a part of the business. It is inevitable. You will hear no many more times than you will hear yes. And your ability to take that, you know, in stride and keep moving forward is really critical, again, to your mental and emotional health and ultimately your career success. The first thing that I think we need to deal with is just a mindset shift. And this mindset shift is really about reframing what is positive and negative when it comes to rejection, right? So the word no is inherently a negative word. It has a negative connotation in our society. But really in our industry, no doesn't have to be negative. For me, no is just one step closer to a yes. Like I said previously, at some point, this business is just a numbers game. So let's say there's this uh, saying, I don't know if you've heard it before, but like in the commercial world, it takes 100 auditions to book. Well, that 99th no 
you're on the, you know what I'm saying? Like that 99th no is actually something to be excited about because if you subscribe to the idea that it takes a hundred to get a yes, that means you're just one away, right? So I like to think about every time I get a no, whether I actually hear it or not, because, you know, most of the time we don't even get told it's a no. It's just we audition, maybe call back and then don't hear anything for three weeks and go, oh, I guess I didn't book it. <laughs> um, for me, whenever I meet those moments, I just think, okay, cool, on to the next. Like that's just one more step closer to my yes that is coming my way. My second piece of advice is just to not take this stuff personally. There's this book, it's called The The Four Agreements. And one of those four agreements is to not take things personally. And the reason why is because it's not. It's genuinely not personal. Many times it's not about you. I'll give you a little anecdote. So I was auditioning for a production of Twelfth Night a few years ago. And I go into the audition room, I do the audition, Um, You know, I personally think I, you know, did a great job. And the director, he starts working with me. We do some adjustments and we're really working. I mean, I was in the room probably at least 15 minutes. Right. And at the end of my audition, I sit down and the director looks at me and he goes, Hasim, you're dynamite. Now, I'd never heard that before in an audition room. Right. I mean, you just told me to my face that you thought I was incredible. Okay. And I felt good about the work and I knew I was right for the role. So after he told me that, I was like, well, shoot, that's mine. Guess I booked it. I left the audition and it's one of just a few times in my career where I was like absolutely sure that I booked this role and the offer never came. And it was a couple years later, I saw this director in an audition room again where I was the reader. And so I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, Twelfth Night, I kind of just asked him like, you know, what happened? You know, and he seemed to know what I was talking about because he goes, we just couldn't find your viola. And you could take this a few ways. You could say like, oh, what a cop out, like just cast the best actor. But the thing we have to realize is that often these shows, whether they be on screen or on stage, they're building an ensemble. They're telling a story and everyone's got to fit into the puzzle. And there just wasn't the fit in this cast between me and the person that they wanted to cast as Viola. And they needed to find two actors that they felt like were the perfect fit. And I'm not sure who they ended up casting, but they didn't choose me, but it it wasn't because of me. It was because of the fit of the overall cast, right? So it's not about you because guess what? In another show, you are going to be the right fit. And someone else is going to go home feeling bad. Like, Oh no, what was me? And it's like, it's not personal. Which leads me to my next uh, piece of advice that I like to subscribe to, which is that it's not even rejection. You know, I started off by saying, this is how I face rejection. It's not even rejection. It's selection. What I mean by this is it's not that they're saying no to you. It's that they're saying yes to someone else. And one day you will be the someone else that they say yes to. I mean, I know there's this, uh, I auditioned for Sweat by Lynn Nottage my first year out of school, like at least three times. And I didn't book it until my last audition for the show in different theater each time, right? And so it's like, okay, if I was the right fit for that show, how did I possibly not book the others? It wasn't that I wasn't right. I was right, but so was someone else. And it was their time. You know, I remember when I was in school, they would tell us, don't expect to book anything within your first year or two years out of school. And, you know, I mean, well, personally for me, I was like, forget that. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, But 
the sentiment is kind of true. It takes a while to establish yourself in this industry. And there are people ahead of you in the queue. That's what I like to think about it as, right? So instead of complaining that, oh, so-and-so just hired their friend or I don't have any strong relationships yet, but I'm still a great actor. Why won't they just hire me? Be patient. Your time is coming. One day you are going to be the actor whose friend is the director who's hiring them. And there's going to be some young actor looking up at you going, why did they just hire their friend? Right? It's it's okay. Everybody will have their time and it just might not be yours. That moment that you get that no, it just may mean not now or it may mean it's not you. It's just them. It's someone else actually. And we do think you're wonderful and we're going to keep bringing you in. And one day we're going to work with you. And finally, this last piece, which I think might be the most important of all, is that your self-worth cannot be defined by your bookings. I'm going to say that again. Your self-worth cannot be defined by your bookings. You are more than an actor. And I know how much we value our artistry. I know how much we value our craft and our ability to tell stories and the impact that we can have as storytellers. But truthfully, we are so much more. We are human beings. We are citizens. We are friends. We are brothers, sisters, family members. We are shoulders to lean on. We are caregivers. Again, we're humans. And the human experience is so vast that if we put all of our value into any one aspect of our life, we're kind of setting ourselves up for failure because what happens when you're not super successful at that aspect for a season, then it makes you feel like you failed as a person. And that is way too heavy of a burden for anyone to be carrying around. So what I personally recommend is that you identify parts of your life that bring you happiness outside of this industry, outside of booking jobs. How can you focus on being a complete human? Do you enjoy hiking? Do you enjoy painting? Do you enjoy doing karaoke, right? After your audition, is there something really important that you can make sure you have on your schedule so that you're not waiting around all day by the phone trying to see, did I get the call back or did I book it? Find parts of your life that make you feel happy. I'm not going to say just as happy because sure, sure, you know, maybe acting is the most important thing to you and that's fair. But I just think that we're really setting ourselves up for failure if, you know, as the saying goes, we put all of our eggs in that one basket because the truth is your career does not define your success as a human. Thank you so much for tuning in to this month's monthly motivation segment on the actor's instrument. If this was helpful for you, if this motivated you, if this inspired you, please share it with someone who you think could benefit from it. This concludes our slate of episodes for the month of November. We are over 20 episodes into the show and our 25th episode, which we're going to hit next month, will conclude season one of the actor's instrument. So please keep tuning in and please continue to rate and review and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. And make sure to follow me on Instagram at Hasia Muhammad for updates. I'll catch you on the next episode of The Actor's Instrument. Till next time, y'all. Peace.